Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the Next in Line podcast. We're getting so close to Christmas. I know I'm very excited about it. We've got some really winter Christmas style weather uh, possibly coming into Central Texas as well, so pretty excited about that. Guys, before we get into the topic for today, before we get into the announcements, let's take care of that housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, I would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals who could receive that same kind of value. That's the number one way for us to grow and to move this podcast in a positive direction. And guys... Whenever we're able to move that in a positive direction, what we're talking about is reaching more people, which is our goal to reach more people so that we can help more people. Uh, I love, love, love being involved with as many people as possible, reaching out, getting involved with different organizations, individuals, and helping them reach their absolute full potential. That's what I am striving to do every single day with myself personally in my development journey. So I want to do that with everyone else as well. Now, another way you can help us by doing that, other than sharing, is by interacting with us on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. Whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, you can like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and that's just going to help us pop up a little bit earlier in that search bar, guys, when people look for personal development or self-help type podcasts. Now, another thing I would ask that you do is give us a follow on social media, guys. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're very active on all of those platforms, um, and we also are very responsive to DMs on those platforms as well. So any questions, comments, concerns that you might have, we've had a ton of people reach out, um, and I love hearing from people. So thank you for those of you that have done that up to this point. But give us a follow there, guys. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, like I said, that's the place to kick those over to us. Really responsive on those platforms. Now, guys, you'll notice if you're watching on YouTube, I've got the new on-air sign there. That was a Christmas slash birthday gift from the one and only Michael Ruiz. He's been on the podcast a couple of times now. Um, very excited to have him stop in and give that gift to me. It's awesome to see. Thank you so much, Michael. Also, big shout out to him. He's got a marathon coming up on the 15th, I think, of January. Um, so very, very quickly, he's deep into his schedule. He just knocked out an 18 mile run today. Super stoked for him on that one. Um, along with my dad as well, who's heavy into marathon, ultra marathon training for Rocky raccoon coming up. He had a 22 mile run this past weekend. Um, and then some follow-up runs as well, some recovery style stuff. And then myself, I'm sneaking back into that running schedule as well, getting ready for some big events coming in 2023. I'm super excited to share those with you, but I can't do it just yet. I'll have some announcements coming out in the coming weeks. Um, but that'll be something we kick y'all's way. And guys, I, can't tell you how awesome it is to get out there and just get active and physical and running again. I've been lifting weights um, and kind of doing a little bit of running as well, but really starting to get heavier, and I'm loving it, getting back in that schedule, getting back in that cycle um, and the routine that I'm used to. Also, guys, like I mentioned, we're very close to Christmas, so first and foremost, if you're listening to this sometime in the week of Christmas, Merry Christmas, guys. I'm not going to talk to y'all again before that week unless you're following us on social media. So make sure that you are doing that. 
Now, guys, we've got all that craziness out of the way. Let's go ahead and get into the topic that we have for y'all today, which is going to be something that has been very, very relevant in my life. And I know many of the others around me here lately. And that topic is something I call career-induced self-sabotage. Now, I know that's a mouthful, but what I mean by that is whenever we let the stress of work and our demanding schedules associated with work stop us from making progress in the other areas of our life that we truly care about in our personal development, whether it's spiritually, mentally, or physically, if it's family, if it's our finance, if it's our organizations we're a part of, our friends that we're around, um, and even in its own way, we let the hecticness of our career get in the way of us progressing within our career because it starts to bring up some emotions um, such as resentment and things like that, that we just don't really want to be involved with work or there, or we can become burnt out very quickly. So because we don't typically let ourselves control it and we don't control the emotions around it and we don't control the way that we see work, that's why it's called self-induced or career-induced self-sabotage, I should say. So why are we going to talk about this? Like I said, guys, I've had a lot of people around me, a lot of men and women in various industries have conversations with me and they've laid out to me and they've expressed to me that they're going through just kind of an unprecedented type of situation. You know, usually at the end of the year, if you're in a service style industry, typically we see a tail off. We see things start to die down. Things aren't as busy. Things aren't as stressful. We're not moving at 90 miles an hour all the time with just phone calls ringing off the hook all day long. And we're able to get some of the recovery that we've really, really needed from that long year of just blowing and going all year long. So this year has been very different in a lot of ways for that. I know that everyone in the industry that I'm in, the construction equipment industry, is going through some very similar things. There's a lot of changes in ownership. There's a lot of people acquiring other companies. So we've seen that like crazy in the rental business. We've seen just in the past month about three or four different companies get bought up by somebody else. And what that brings is the rebranding. It brings the unknown. It brings all the stress. And it just brings a, like I said, a huge amount of unknown factors that are going to come in and make things just crazy. And I know there's some of y'all that are going through that out there as well with your own companies in other industries. And there's a lot of unknowns and changes coming your way. There's also all these, like I mentioned, supply chain issues going on where it's impossible to get the things that you need right now. It's impossible to guarantee your customers that you can deliver on something when they need it to be done. And it's really unprecedented. I've never been a part of something like this. I've never been in a situation where you can tell a customer, look, I don't know when I can get this for you, but I can order it and I can send it your way as soon as I get it and then be okay with it. I've never been in a situation where the customer just accepted that as a positive outcome and the best case scenario. So it is a very stressful time. It's a really crazy thing. And that's why I want to talk about this situation, because if you're going through this right now, more than anything else, you are not alone. There are so many people dealing with all this same crap and all these things in this industry 
no matter where you're in industry wise, but within the scope of their career, it's a very stressful time and it can kind of paralyze you in some ways. It can knock you off track and it can really just take your feet out from under you can it can remove all motivation for you to want to move in a positive direction and continue to work on yourself and develop yourself and pay attention to all those things in your life that are actually important so i came up with a couple of different lists that i'm going to lay out for you and that first list is things that we need to realize whenever we're in this situation and dealing with these types of scenarios Number one, there isn't a scenario that we've come across in our lives up to this point that we haven't either successfully navigated through or that we haven't completely screwed up, hit rock bottom, bounced off of it a few times, and then still somehow managed to come out the other side with some sort of success. If I was running the record, guys, my record would be almost 10,000 days, I'm 27 years old, almost 10,000 days of getting through crappy scenarios, of getting through stressful times, of getting through things that didn't go my way. And I've done that 10,000 days in a row and I've come out okay. I'm sitting in a pretty decent spot right now. Tomorrow could be absolutely atrocious. It could be terrible. It could be the worst day of my life. And the odds are guys up to this point with the record I've got, I'm going to come out the other side in a good place. And that's something we all have to realize, guys. There's a lot of y'all out there that are a lot older than me, have a lot more experience, have a much better record of how many days you've defeated, how many scenarios you've overcome, and come out in a positive place. And you're still sitting in a very positive place with a lot of great things going on in your life. So that's one thing to realize right off the bat, guys, is that you have survived up to this point and you have come out successful up to this point. Now, guys, number two, your job is a means to an end. I understand that that's not a popular opinion, especially with employers. If you're a manager of people, it's really hard to find that dichotomy and that balance for your employees because you want them to have a good personal life. You also want them to be invested in the career. I understand that. But take a step back for a second and realize something. We are all working the jobs that we are working to provide the things that we want in our life. We are using it that we are using that job as a means to an end in our lives to get the things that we want. And I'm not talking just about materialistic items. I'm talking about the time with our families, to be able to have the homes that we need for our families, to be able to put food on the table. And I realize that the job is very, very important, but oftentimes we lose sight of what we are truly going there for. We put the job before the things that we consider the most important things in our life because we feel like we're leveraged against those things and we don't really have a choice. The truth is, guys, that you really have to understand how important those things are because we will often let ourselves get so overwhelmed and wrapped up in our careers and our jobs and all the stressful things we have going on at work and We'll completely neglect the family. We'll come home and we'll dive into some kind of distraction, whether it's a show, whether it's a video game, whether it's pornography, whether it's drinking, whether it's even something productive like working out. We'll overindulge in those things, even sleep, just coming home and going straight to bed. We'll overindulge in those things 
so that we can distract ourselves and not have to think about the craziness and all the stressful things going on in our lives. And what ends up happening is we give ourselves or we give those around us a kind of a shortened version of ourselves, a distracted version, just a survivalist version of ourselves that isn't beneficial to anyone. It actually has a detrimental effect on the relationships with those people around us. It has a detrimental effect on our fitness, on the things that we want to do in our lives, on our mental health, on the stress, and we become burnt out in more avenues than once. And you're even more likely at that point to become more burnt out with work as well because you're going to have all those other stressors and you're going to feel like you don't get to do the things that you're wanting to do. And you're going to get start feeling like that you don't get to focus on the things that you're truly going to work so that you have an opportunity to enjoy and partake in in this life. So what you have to do, guys, is take a step back and realize that that job is a means to an end. You were looking for a job when you found this one. I hate that mentality, but to an extent, it's got a purpose. The job is not the most important thing. You have that job so that you can experience positive things with those items in your life and those people in your life that are the most important things. Number three, you've got to find a way to flip the script, guys. You've got to find a way to turn the grief that you feel about work, that burnout, all of those things that I'm lumping under grief, you've got to turn that grief into gratitude. Realize that you've got to be thankful for some of the things in your life. It might be the worst day at work. It might be the most stressful situation. You could be going through some of those ownership changes, some of those supply chain shortages, whatever it is in your life that you're dealing with with work. You've still got to be thankful that you do have a job. You have something that's providing for those things that we talked about that are so important in your life. You've got an opportunity every single day to earn that paycheck, whereas some people truly don't. They are either in a situation where they don't have the means, their life has gone to a point where they don't have the means to get a job and sustain a job. They don't have the resources to get that going. Maybe not even that. Maybe they just can't get a job at the level that you've got. You should be thankful for the career you've been able to do to establish the the opportunities you've had in this life and the things that you've been able to put forth because of your hard work and the efforts that you put forth up to this point. Now, it's really a tough scenario and it's hard to find that gratitude in life, especially when you're in these tough spots and you have a lot going on in all these changes. But the truth is, guys, we've got to stop and we've got to be thankful. And within that, guys, we've also got to learn to turn that stress into success. We've got to find little ways to achieve victories every single day whenever we go into that office, whenever we go to that job site, whenever we're trying to work through these opportunities, go ahead and find the wins, find the victories throughout the days, and focus on the positivity. Because if you're always focused on the stressors and on the negatives in your life every single day, you're never going to be able to find that success and find that positivity. It's always going to be a day that just doesn't go your way or turn out the way that you wanted it to. So guys, those are the important things that we've got to realize surrounding this. And now that we've made those realizations, guys, we need to take a step back and realize that there's certain things that we need to do within our days and 
actions that we have to take in order to pull ourselves out of these situations and to start to make progress and get back to that positive place that we've been talking about, finding that success, turning the stress into success, turning the grief into gratitude. The first thing that we can do in that situation, guys, is whenever we find ourselves in one of these stressful situations, just take five minutes. Whenever the world's falling apart, whenever the fires are going and you got to try to put out all of them at one time, whenever people are running around and screaming and trying to figure things out and everything, things just seems, oh, so stressful in that one moment. Take five minutes and do yourself a favor. Pull out a sheet of paper, pull out your phone, something that you can make lists on. And you need to sit down and you need to make two lists, guys. And don't take more than five minutes because you're going to beat this to dead like a dead horse. You're going to overanalyze this. I know I will. But what you need to do is you need to make two lists, guys. The first list is going to be things that are outside of your control. That's going to be the customer's response to the scenario. That's going to be the supply chain. Can you get the item that you really need to get? There's a lot of things that are going to fall outside of your realm of control. Now, whether you accept that or not is a different story. I know it's really hard for me to accept that some things are outside of my control. But guys, that's list number one, the things that are outside of your control. Number two is going to be all of the items, all of the things in the scenario that are within your control, how you respond to it, how you use your resources in that scenario to find success. Those are both things that are within your control. And you need to look at those two lists, guys, and then you need to solely focus on list number two. Why I say that, guys, is if you sit there and focus on all of the things that you cannot control, you are going to become so overwhelmed with hypotheticals and assumptions and things that might not even be factors within this situation, guys. Instead, you could have used that time, you could have used that energy, and you could have used your focus to attack those things that are within your realm, and you would have been able to advance that situation and have a much more positive outcome just by focusing on the things that are within your control. Because at the end of the day, guys, if you are focused on the things outside of your control, all you're going to do is take them with you because you can never solve that problem. You're going to take them home, you're going to worry about them, you're going to stay up late. You're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to wake up early. You're going to be stressed about them first thing in the morning, and it's going to snowball just into a bad or negative type of day, guys. Now, number two, the item you need to do, number two, get yourself into a routine. If it's something you're used to, if you've had a routine going for a while, get back into that routine, guys, whether it's working out, whether it's waking up and sitting without your phone for an hour in the morning, whether it's waking up and having a cup of coffee and reading first thing in the morning, whether it's taking 15 minutes throughout the day to sit by yourself with your phone off or with no emails able to come through and get to you, nobody able to bother you, whether it's making sure you take your lunch break and go on a run during your lunch break, there's a million and one different possibilities. You could call your wife or your kids at a certain point in the day just to have a kind of a mental recess or a mental reset. Whatever it is, guys, get yourself back in that routine. If you don't have a routine, if you've never done that before, 
Go ahead and find something that gets you fired up, guys. Find something that gets you motivated or something that resets you or gets you back to an even kill kind of mood. Something that is either a calmer, that is a calming type situation that's going to relieve you of some of that stress or something that gets you fired up to be able to attack those scenarios and attack the stressful situations. Whatever it is, find that routine, find that cycle, find the thing that gets you going and add it into your life. That is going to make it so much easier because whenever we find ourselves getting out of that routine, guys, whenever we find ourselves so stressed with work that we're skipping workouts, that we're not eating right, that we're not paying attention to those around us, that we're not taking time with ourselves to sit and think or meditate or whatever it is that you do, it is detrimental to us, guys. It just compounds the effects of that stressful and negative type of situation. Now, number three on this list, guys, we've got to understand that there is almost nothing in this world as stressful or as bothersome as regret. And nothing sucks more, guys, than looking back at missed opportunities because you decided to make a choice in the situation that was fueled by emotions rather than logic. And the reason I'm saying this, guys, is if you don't get control of this situation you're in that's stressful, if you don't find a way to cope, if you don't find a way to get yourself back into a routine and to take care of the things that you thoroughly enjoy and the, the real reason why you're doing the things you're doing in this life, the real reason why you wake up and go to work every single morning to earn that paycheck, the things that you truly care about in this life. Those are the things that you've got to work for, guys. You've got to understand that there will be so many regrets around that situation if you let them th those things go to the wayside just because right now in this moment, emotionally, you are taxed, you are stressed, you are worried about all the negative things that could go on in your life. If you don't take the time to get re-centered and focus on the positive, you will effectively wipe those things from your day-to-day -day schedule. You will take those positive factors, take all of those things that bring you the joy, and you will replace them with regrets. You'll replace them with negative emotions because, like I said, guys, this will become a very compounding thing very, very quickly if you let it. It will cause you to have that paralysis with the things that you want to do in this life just because you're so wound up and stressed out about work. Guys, I understand how important a job is. I understand how important a career is. I understand that one decision, one choice, one action can make or break the progression of your path of trajectory with a company. It, it can completely change the way your bosses look at you. It can completely change the way the CEO, the COO, CFO, whoever looks at you. And I understand that that's very, very important. I've been fighting that battle for a very long time, and I'll continue to fight it just like everybody else. But the truth of the matter, guys, is that if it wasn't for those things at home that we truly care about, the wife, the husband, the kids, the friends, the family, the dog, the books we love to read, the exercises we love to do, the runs we love to go on, all of those things that we are truly holding this job for, if it wasn't for those items existing and us caring about them, we wouldn't be putting ourselves through the stress of going to work every single day to earn a paycheck, guys. So remember that. 
Remember that whenever you're sitting there stressing about these situations and you're focused on the negative, recenter yourself, guys. Find a way to get back to the positive. Find a way to make this work for you and get yourself back to a spot of productivity. Now, guys, thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I know this one was very career-based. I hope that you got some value of it. I know there's a lot of people that have gone through this situation and this scenario. If you ever have any questions, comments, or concerns, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. The easiest way is at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Guys, if you did receive that value, please make sure you share the show. Like I said, we won't talk to you again before Christmas, so Everybody, please have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your Monday, if you're listening on the day we dropped, but whatever time you're listening, thanks for spending some time with us. And guys, always be prepared for whatever is next in line.